Welcome to Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. My name is Paul Roberts. And I'm his wife, Carol. And we are the creators of Grow Me a Story. Our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative. Inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. As your creativity cultivators, Carol and I brought 10 separate guests throughout 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. For this final month of 2022, we're bringing back to you all 10 of those guests as we review the insights that they brought to each of our questions. You can look at the show notes posted below to keep track of each speaker, but we'll also reintroduce them in small groups throughout the podcast. We'll begin this episode with Joy Pursuit, Nancy Hanks, and Ken Bartle, as we put them on the spot by asking, do you think of yourself as a creative person? We also gave them a chance to talk about choices they make to live a creative life. Here is episode three, of the Dreams and Bones Year in Review. See, again, you don't think that. I don't ever think that. Yeah. I, it, to me, it's a drive. Mm-hmm. Say, it's a drive in my garden. It's a drive. It's a drive. Mm-hmm. It's something that's in me, but it had to be learned. Mm-hmm. And uh, I... Yeah, I'm creative. I guess I am creative. And I do live a creative life. You come to my house. I love this about your house. I love pictures and stuff standing around. I don't let anything in my house be lined up. Mm-hmm. And I maybe mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to have some crooked. I don't line things up. So I'm creative in the way if you come into my home. It just is not the norm. Mm-hmm. I, right. my, my, uh, Sister would always say, Joy, you collect broken people, don't you? Because <laughs> she's a social worker. And I said, I don't know what you mean. And she goes, you do you do collect broken people. Mm-hmm. You like to be around the, the abnormal kind of. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not trying to insult my friends by any means, but I started to watch a little bit what I do. And um, some of the people in my life are very abnormal, but I... I um, celebrate that mm-hmm. which makes me probably a very abnormal person but I'm, what's normal i don't well you know <laughs> normal is what's expected right mm-hmm. yeah to me that's yeah normal i mean within reason i understand mm-hmm. things have to be normal but mm-hmm. um i'm sure there are things that i do that seem normal to me that people would be embarrassed to do or or you know my i think my son-in-law every time i get up on the stage is just like <laughs> and it is because I'm embarrassed. It's because he thought of just doing that. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. So I guess I am creative in in a way, mm-hmm. but it's a drive in me that I hope stays with me until the Lord takes me home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to lose that drive. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, definitely nurturing. Um, my my creativity is uh, uh, journaling. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of friends will say, well, you know, you're alone. You don't have anybody else in your life. You just, this is it. And, and uh, I'm always surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I say, I'm not alone. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, if I need somebody to talk to, it's right there. I get up mm-hmm. and the first thing I do in the morning is put the date, time, and temperature in and start writing, right. you know. Right. And just write my heart out, and then I and then I sit and listen for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think I've always um, I've always sat and listened. I remember when I was a little kid, uh, my my dad would clipping his fingers in front of me, say, "Hey, wake up, wake up! You know, mm. are you in there?" Mm. <laughs> because I just kind of space out or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. but um, it was a comfortable place to be for me. And mm-hmm. I guess I guess I found out that a lot of people don't do that. Mm-mm. I think they're kind of scared of doing it. I think that makes them very uncomfortable. Maybe yeah. so, but I, yeah. um, I always kind of felt like that's where we came from, yeah. and that's where we're going, yeah. you know, and, and it should be the most comfortable place mm-hmm. in the world, mm-hmm. really. I guess, again, I've always just done things, mm-hmm. so I... I I, I don't I, I hesitate to say I'm a creative person, even though all the works I do showed me that to be opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I guess I, I a little humble mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. A, a creative person, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. just part of my being, right? And, and I, it's something that I've always done, mm-hmm. you know. I, Looking at the questions initially, I, I went clear back to my childhood thinking, right. wow, I was always doing something. Mm-hmm. Even as a kid, I would pull appliance boxes home and make <laughs> forts out of them right. and windows, and I'd paint the inside. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's so I was always doing something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and now that I have more time on my hands, I'm experimenting cooking. Yes. You know, that's been a, a really fun aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I'll say, oh, I found a great recipe. And sure, you'll say, is it something I'll put in my mouth? <laughs> 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 and, and we just laugh about that. Yes. But, um, <laughs> It, it's been, you know, another creative mm-hmm. aspect right, right. Of, of my life that mm-hmm. it's been mm-hmm. fun to do. Yeah. Next up, Carl Rowe, Rachel Kruzmark, and Simon Miller are asked, are you creative? I don't think about it, but people tell me I'm kind of strange. <laughs> 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 I do I do things that most people do don't do mm-hmm. but i'm not doing it on purpose it's just mm-hmm. just the direction i go right um so you are you you are a musician what what instruments do you play again well i mainly now piano i can play guitar but i'm not pursuing guitar mm-hmm. uh, i'll be playing a little bit on one song okay. at the melodrama good yeah. good uh, still play your trumpet at all I uh, I hadn't played for a long time, but uh, I don't know if you know this. Uh, I'm now a substitute, kind of permanent substitute in Mullen. Oh, nice! Uh, oh, they lost their band director. He became a superintendent in an, another oh. district. Oh, wow. I think in Montana. And I told uh, Tamara, yeah, 
that, oh, that's so sad to lose a band director. And I thought, well, if they're if they need a sub that's a musician, mm-hmm. that might be better than having a sub that's not a musician. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I'm not certified. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Round here, you don't yeah. have to be. Yeah. It's North uh, Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as long so, as you pass your background check. So they, yeah, yeah, you had my fingerprints, yes. and uh, yeah. Yeah. it was just that one bank incident. Uh, oh, no, yeah. no. <laughs> red flag. Red flag. Um, well, I'm still there, so I guess I came in okay. <laughs> it must be okay. <laughs> I, I guess you're all right. So, so yeah. music. You play instruments. Yeah. You yeah. are so, a singer. I know that you are. You have yeah. a you have a wonderful voice. Oh, thanks. I, <laughs> I n- never thought of myself as a singer. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But you know, in high school, but last year of high school, I joined the choir because I needed another class. Mm-hmm. And well, since I'm interested in music, I might as well just try it. <laughs> yeah. And it was the most fun I ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- there was a musical we did that year. Mm-hmm. It was every other year. And, mm-hmm. and I got the lead part. Ooh. What was it? Was it a it name was, musical? Yeah. Finian's Rainbow. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. I was Woody. I, I don't remember his last name, but uh, you know, Old Devil Moon, <laughs> deep in your eyes. <laughs> Very cool. But, See, he doesn't he have a nice voice? <laughs> he has a nice voice. <laughs> yeah, I do. I think that I do. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't really think about it, but I'm always busy making, making stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. just... I don't know. Maybe, I, that's a really hard. I, I think I kind of touched on it. Like I was telling you what I'm mm-hmm. doing today. I'm mm-hmm. just right. like going from one little one little thing to the next of projects. I don't really consciously do it. I just mm-hmm. don't know how I would do it any different. Except right. mm-hmm. for I have started accepting the fact that I, I, I need to just let go of the parts of my life that really aren't creative or like that mm-hmm. don't, that don't feed my mm-hmm. soul or my mm-hmm. creativity right. and mm-hmm. one is like gardening and yard work i know mm-hmm. it's like really cool mm-hmm. to be like into your garden. i mean i love sitting in my yard and like mm-hmm. I, I like enjoying it but i need a gardener like i just mm-hmm. don't i don't that's not your oh, thing no <laughs> yeah and you know i was like mowing the lawn um i don't, I don't even like water my front lawn anymore and i was like mowing it because i know it was probably getting too big and there were some weeds growing and probably blowing seeds and someone else's and i thought i don't I don't even care if people drive by and go, wow, that yard looks horrible. I have no pride in my yard. <laughs> and when you have no pride in it, you just don't care what right. people think. And so anyway, the backyard is nice and I try to, but I just like let it go mm-hmm. because it's like I have I have stuff to make. Yes. I've got things yeah. to do. You know, yeah. I can't mow the yard and yeah. water it. Why would you water it? It's just going to grow and then you have to mow it yeah. again. Um, but yeah. creative living. Um that is hard because it's like, how do you, it's just what I do, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and maybe that's part of that thought too. I feel like that you as a, as an art teacher, uh, you can, you can do what you do as an art teacher and practice your art. Those two things aren't, aren't always separate. Yeah. That was hard. English was hard. If you weren't, a, I wasn't a fiction writer at all. Mm. Um, more poetry so mm-hmm. I could talk about the process of yeah. that yeah. but like it was hard for me because I wasn't I wasn't a practicing writer as mm-hmm. far as like fiction or even I mean I could do an essay mm-hmm. but 
but I would just pull things from the literature. Like as we were reading, I would mm-hmm. say like, why is this, look at how this character is described. Mm-hmm. This, why did the writer choose to, you know, of my cement, why did the writer not give Curly's wife a name? Right. We don't like, what would you do? How would you? And, and so mm-hmm. like I could try to do it that way, but I wasn't a practicing, right. you know, a practicing writer, yeah. a practicing reader. There's so much to unpack in that question. (laughs) I feel like that could be the podcast in itself because I I have uh, obviously have no trouble talking. But I I agree because I get up every morning and I, I am thankful for the job that I have because I can be somewhat flexible and I can can see different. I mean, being an educator, you can see kids every day mm-hmm. and how, wow, look, yeah. how did that kid figure that out? But I, I think that what that means to me, I when I wake up, my my biggest problem is what am I going to focus on today? I, I It's not an attention span thing. It's I, I'm so interested in so many things. And I I'll use a, a specific example. People say, well, what kind of music do you like? I like music. I like good music. Right. That's the kind of music I like. If you mm-hmm. want to put a, if you want to put a, a, a pop, pop song on, you want to put country on, you want to put some hip hop on. I, I've always liked all forms of music. Now I do have my favorites, but I, I don't go, you know, it's hard rock or nothing, you right. know, or it's metal or, or you're a, you're a softie, <laughs> you know, like I could go to a live symphony one, one day and go to a rock concert the next. I just, mm-hmm. I enjoy yeah. all all the parts of it um similar to some people like to go watch you know plays and 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 drama and things like that so i would say that i i do i sort of now that i think about it i do see myself as creative and and one another end of that spectrum if it's not musical or if it's not you know art or whatever that we sort of think in that box of creativity like paul and and you carol are doing right now with this podcast journey and this creative journey i've been live streaming sporting events mm-hmm. and creating that content and yeah. and yeah. living in that world has sort of really it started out as a technical challenge mm-hmm. oh yeah i can figure this out i had a parent ask me do you think you could figure out how to live stream a game so we could all watch it like ah, i could probably figure it out and now amy's like you're gonna do every game <laughs> and i said well you know, I don't want to overdo my family obligation. You know, I don't right. want to neglect my family. I just so happen to have two girls in the band. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be there anyway. But um, it's turned into something that intrigues and and excites me and, yeah. uh-huh. and yeah. lets me scratch that creative itch in a different way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think there's just so many ways that going throughout the day that make me. Yeah. How can I? And, you know, I just I just bought a chop saw, you know. <laughs> I'm not that good at building things. I'm really not. But but I'll, six inch, ten inch, <laughs> uh, t- uh, 12, twelve. It's either twelve or sixteen inch uh, chop saw with the. It's a Ryobi and it's got so the it miters. Yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Now I just exposed myself as having no clue what I'm doing at that. But. One last group: Lori Roberts, Joni Bartell, Carrie Stewart Parks, and Kelton Enich. If someone on the street asked you, are you a creative person? What would your answer be? My answer would be yes, but it probably would not have been yes 10 years ago. Hmm. In fact, that class I took with Bruce Ballinger 
on the first day of class, he said, who considers yourself a writer? Mm. I did not raise my hand. Mm. And almost immediately, one of my friends said, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, you've put out three CDs. You've written a hundred songs. <laughs> you are a writer. And I was like, uh-oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. What, what else changed the answer? If 10, 15, 20 years ago, all that time, you wouldn't have said, is there anything else that, that uh, has brought you to the place where you now quickly answer yes? I think that the compulsion to, to tell stories is the biggest thing that changed. And I think it does feel, I feel called mm. to tell stories. Mm. I feel called to help other people tell stories. And somehow learning that about myself has changed how I see myself as a creative person. More than me singing or playing any instrument or writing any song, mm -hmm. the compulsion to tell stories. Just your own stories or telling other people's stories as well? I have begun to dip my toes in telling other people's stories. I have a story about my mom. Hmm. And when this story is about my mom, this, let me put it this way. The story is entirely about my mom. I'm not even in it. Mm -hmm. But I tell it as the day I discovered my mom was a feminist. Hmm. Now, I, I we are living in a highly polarized world right now and me saying my mom is a feminist into a microphone scares me <laughs> but the story of my mom claiming her own name in yes. 1971 mm -hmm. that she had spent 15 married years signing every document mrs burton l roberts and then one day went hello i have a name and marched herself down to the local bank and ordered checks that said her name. Um, this is one of the reasons I'm a feminist. Yeah. Because for too long, it was acceptable for women to not have their own names. Mm -hmm. And so telling my mom's story, and I do tell that story, I leave myself out of it entirely, made me start thinking about other people's stories I could tell. Yeah. I'm kind of, a, I, I want to say the word, the word horrified is not the right word, but <laughs> really taken back because I don't think of myself that way. But I think my sisters and other people do. Um, if I, I st It's need-based. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I, when I, I need to, I need to do, learn about something. So I do, I, I loved watercolors all my life. Mm -hmm. And my mom's family were kind of, were, artist mom mom drew you know and I always wanted to and did in certain ways you know when I was little but mm -hmm. never had it's like I wish we just had time to be a jack of all trades mm -hmm. because there's just not enough time no, I played I but all those things but in my day now that I don't have the studio I you know I'm do a, a bar maybe mm -hmm. you know go do a bar or yoga mm -hmm. or something 
I may play the piano, sit down. I have my mom's piano. And of mm-hmm. course, I go through all her music yeah. and, and sit and play those old, like, um, that's Waller things that mm-hmm. Amy's behaving and stuff. It's so hard. But, and I plank <laughs> through them and just yeah. love it. And amazing, you know, when you're not working and have time, you do get better. Mm-hmm. Surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I may go back and paint. But then I was in, like, watercolors. I just loved that. So I found information online and kind of more stuff about it and learning about it and doing it. But I just hated this one wall in my kitchen. This one wall, I just, ah, uh, and it had this wallpaper, and I had, I just, this had to get rid of it, mm-hmm. had to get rid of it, and painted it. And then I looked at it, and I just, it just, I was just obsessed with three watercolor paintings. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what they were going to be, uh-huh. but it, it was like I was absolutely driven to every. It just was kind of obsessive with mm-hmm. me. I thought, wow, I don't even know if I can do what I want or what I want. Mm-hmm. But my sister who left yesterday morning said, <laughs> I was, she didn't know I was awake. And I came into the room and she's saying to my sisters, I just love that wall and those three paintings that Joni does just, and I thought, isn't that funny that there's something about that wall? Uh-huh. <laughs> it was here, yeah, and it ended up having to be there. But that's—I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know if I'm creative or just need-based mm-hmm. creativity mm-hmm. when something just has yeah. to be a certain way or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, so I guess I'm creative in that I still want to play the piano. I still want that music. That ballet music makes my heart sing, mm-hmm. and I keep wanting to learn more. But isn't kind of just you want to learn more right right yes but it is not something that i wait for it to happen Hmm. it's it's to be sought Mm -hmm. after so i'll go into my studio now i'm not always creative the same way same time every day and you you have to learn that your creativity is like an ocean with mm. a wave. Oh, nice. So it sometimes it's going this way and sometimes back. And and I, I usually tell my my fine art students, because it works more this way, some days you want to straighten out your sock drawer and throw out all those solo socks. <laughs> and some days if you look at your house, you think maybe it'll clean itself. You know, there are some days when you are very focused mm-hmm. and there are some days when you are very global. Mm-hmm. So you have to realize in yourself what your creative flow is that day. Mm-hmm. Am I global today? Am I focused today? And then try to channel in not in the metaphysical way, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> yeah. channel those uh, creative energies in a direction that is most useful. Mm-hmm. Now, when I have a deadline, like in writing, mm-hmm. a deadline takes all creativity and throws it out the door because <laughs> you just got to get 2,000 words in today. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> However bad they are, you got to get the 2,000 words down. But if I don't have a deadline, an absolute deadline, then I can say, okay, well, today I feel like writing. Today I feel like editing what I wrote yesterday. Mm -hmm. Today I feel like trying to paint something. Today I feel like, uh, you know, cooking is creative. There's a lot of things. Housekeeping is not creative. No, it isn't. (laughs) Creative minds are rarely tidy. (laughs) 
Cleanliness is next to impossible. I've got all of them. That's right. I'll rearrange the, the, the vacuum cleaner. I'll move it to another spot so they know at least it's there. I leave it out so I can always say, oh, I'm just in the process. <laughs> Excuse the mess. Oh, yeah. But uh, so I, 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 I know I'm creative, but I have to decide what direction am I going to go with that. Mm-hmm. And then some days I am fried. I mean, mm-hmm. they're just... Uh, I have written my 500 to 1,000 words. I have done some correspondence with my students and worked on their projects. Mm -hmm. I might have done a little bit of an art project, and then I'll go down to the house and I'll do something. It's still creative, but it's mindless. Mm -hmm. You know, oftentimes you get inspiration doing that. Yeah, you're giving your mind uh, an empty palette or an empty Mm -hmm. space to just calm down and relax mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. You can do some of that if even going on a walk. My answer would be yes. Okay. Um, but when I first saw this question, I was thinking like, oh my gosh, I feel like a fraud kind of. I feel like... <laughs> I teach creative writing. I mean, and that's like the thing I think that people think most about me, but but I don't practice it a whole lot as I'm really, I really am super busy. But I think in a lot of the other ways that I've already talked about, I do live creatively. I think I, I really like being part of other communities. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I am part of a lot of other communities. And a lot of that is networking mm-hmm. and working on projects together, like through the chamber or right. whatever. Um, so in that way, I think, yes, I am creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think on like a very base level, like I'm pretty confident when it comes to like drawing things or right. like making posters or things like that. So in that way, I feel like, yeah, I'm pretty creative. Yeah. But, or problem solving, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'd say I'm pretty creative at coming up with solutions. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Part three of our five-part review of 2022. Carol, what question do we have on tap next week? We'll spend next week asking our creative friends if there were people in their lives that filled the role of a creative cultivator for them and how they have helped others on their creative journey. As we bring this episode to a close, we'd like to thank our Sacred Community Garden members for their support and let you know if you have found us and you're not a member, but you want to know more about Dreams and Bones, go to www.growmeastory.com where you can find out more about practicing the art of creative living with your hosts, Paul and Carol Woolen roberts Join us next Friday for part four of our five-part year in review on your Dreams and Bones podcast.